get into our main topic today. <laughs> Long ass episode. Man, we appreciate y'all for staying with us. How y'all feeling? Cool. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Jay chilling. Make sure to get y'all some water. Hey, drink more water like Mick Jenkins would say. Man. So. Yes. We've been talking a lot about ourselves in various forms mm-hmm. over these, uh, like, what, two, two and a half months? We've yeah. been recording these episodes. I'm kind of curious on, like, why are we here specifically? Well, my mom and dad and one random night in January. She'll be here all week, yo. All week. But no, I'm curious about kind of going into like our origin stories again, but like our origin stories for entertainment. Mm. Like the various, because I know we all do a, a lot of different things um, than podcasting. So it's like, I'm kind of curious on like where those passions or loves came from and like, where do you want to take them? And if you have someone that like you see too as like your biggest influence or um, even someone you're modeling to be, doesn't have to be famous or anything like that, like anybody you know, um, who are they? Mm. Wow. That's a really good question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if I take this one, uh, for me, <clears throat> it was something I, I recognized as a kid early on was that when I was in spaces where I guess I was entertaining, it's like the effect that it had on other people was more so something that I enjoyed. And it wasn't attention. It was that people felt comfortable, which is something that I don't know. Like I, I, I enjoyed that as a kid, knowing that people felt comfortable around me. Mm. Right. And more so specifically, if we're talking about entertainment and what we do now, like when we're on sets or if we're recording something or, or gaming, which is where that kind of started for me um, with being online and talking to other personalities or people that I didn't even know was that people ended up gravitating towards what I had to say. And it was like, it was a natural thing. Like I'd have conversations with people about anything and it was like, wow, that's a a very interesting and unique perspective or whatever the case may be. If we were talking about something funny or something serious, it was always like that. And again, this is back when Xbox and PlayStation was way less strict than they are now. So you were talking to grown people across the country about like real life. Um, And that was, you know, that was what it what it was as a kid. So when we do what we do now, for me, it was I wanted to see, for one, people that look like me. And it was like I have the ability to be in these spaces. Right. And even with the experiences that we've had uh, over the past year, there's been like m- small moments of like validation. Right. For me personally, like you know, when we had uh, that panel a year ago, right? And we had that that kid, that young man and his mm-hmm. father, right, come up to us after we had done that. That was like, 
that was something that I appreciated in that moment because it was like, that's what I do that for. Right. Yeah, I want to leave something for kids like that when I'm gone. Like I'm going to die someday. Like that's a given. But if I can live long enough to leave something for somebody that I would have, I would have appreciated when I was a kid that I didn't have that, that means more to me than anything else. Mm-hmm. Right. When I, when we talk about our plans and our ideas, it's like I want to have a bunch of money. Right. But it's not for the sake of having a bunch of money. It's for the sake of being able to give that back to other people, yeah. but in ways that's beneficial for them. Right. You want to start a business. OK, give me a business model so I know you can handle that responsibility. There you go. Right. Or if I've met people in jobs that you've had or jobs that you've had, it's like you do so much that nobody knows about. And I've met a bunch of people like that. Like they do stuff that nobody knows about and they're super nice and they deserve everything. But they don't do it for credit. They don't do it for clout. They don't do it for fame. They don't do it for recognition. But they deserve to live a little more, a little bit more comfortably than they currently are. I've met dozens of people like that. Or just being able to go to nice things myself because my parents knew somebody or I know somebody that was able to get me in there. And it's like, I want to give this experience to a kid. So you grow up knowing that you can, like, you can touch that, right? It's not something you only see on TV, right? It's not something you, you experience in a video game. It's not something you watch on Instagram or, or YouTube, right? Like, you can go to a basketball game and sit courtside, and you don't have to, you know, be this, this, that, and a third to go do that. I want you to know what that feels like because I know what that feels like as a 20-year-old to have experienced that stuff and like, whoa, but to have had that as a kid, I feel like that could have, like, changed the trajectory of a lot of things to know that that's attainable. So when I do what I do, when I go out and I, I think about, you know, the why at the end of the day, it's like I want to leave something for not just my kids, but for somebody else. And it doesn't even have to be somebody younger than me, right? Because there are people that are older than us finding their thing in life right now. Yep. And so if – I know I enjoy being able to inspire others, which is something that I'd naturally done but never gave myself credit for because it's like I'm just being myself, Mm -hmm. right? But if I know that I do that, now that I have the ability to kind of direct it in a way where I get to express it and then give somebody else the ability to think like that dude looks like me or that dude likes the same things that I like or uh, you know, sees this the same way that I do or whatever the case may be. Now I want to try that because the people that I watched growing up, it was like, I don't want to emulate them, but they let me, they inspired me to be more of myself, not act like them, but to be me entirely. Right. And so whether it be watching Martin or Fresh Prince or characters from games, it's like they all want, they all inspired me to be a, a better version of myself, take care of me to help take care of everybody else. That was the one thing. Find the find where the lack is and fill that. That was kind of something I always stuck with. So why I do this is to be able to give back. So when I'm gone, I left something for the next generation. You know, so. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I had a. Uh, where do I start? Well, um, reason why I'm here, I had no fucking choice. <laughs> oh. I, Yes, we kidnapped her to get on this podcast. <laughs> well, even just in entertainment in general, I was born into it. Like, right. my mom, nine months pregnant with me, performed with Whitney Houston. Killing it. 
Shout out moms. Nine moms months nice. pregnant. She, I, she was about to pop. Shout out moms. For <laughs> real. I mean, I mean her mom specifically, but all moms, but moms. Like, I was born into it. At seven years old, my mom's like, you got to do something. She's like, let's get you into music. And I'm like, I want to play violin. She's like, ha, 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 cello. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Mm. <laughs> so you thought. Whoa. <laughs> quite the difference right yeah uh -oh. very much so <laughs> but i had a great time i mean it's my development i my mom's a cellist my cousin who's like my sister is a jazz vocalist mm. um my all uh, my aunt plays flute and oboe all three are music teachers wow you know so like my origin is entertainment and education the music is actually in you. Literally, I, my first tattoo is like a music staff. Dope. My major was musical theater. I was I've been performing since I was literally a tiny tot. <laughs> I've been on stage my entire life. Um, musicals, singing, choir in church or at school, orchestra, it, outside program or in school. Um, Theater camps, theater in high school, middle school, and elementary school, um, individual music lessons. Like but I can't private. get a feature. <laughs> For sure can. I'm retired. <laughs> you being I'm, Esmeralda, though, so I'll, I'll take that. I'm retired. Um, For now. But, you know, like, that is all in my development. Like, that's all before college. All of that, so... Dancing, I was in dance classes and, you know, lessons, all of that. I was doing it all. And then I went to college, um, and then my love for it all fizzled out because it became, I don't want to say overwhelming or too much, but it became over-concentrated. Mm. Because when you've been doing it for your whole life, you kind of lose your sense of self. Yeah. And it was like, okay. I mean, I graduated, but I, the spark left halfway through college. And so I finished college um, because, you know, my mom's paying for school and I can't just drop out. <laughs> and, and, you know, got to see it through, my boy. <laughs> hey, got to see it through, my boy. Um, uh, but I graduated and by the time I graduated, I had shifted to wanting to be more behind the scenes. So I was a talent agent for about a year. Hmm. Um, and then I was still dancing. I was with a dance company, um, acting not as much because that was the other thing. I was also acting, um, and damn, um, and then talent agency thing. And then I was like, I want to get into like post production, um, but that didn't come until like twenty 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 twenty. Me and a friend started a production company, and it was right. really cool. It was a really great experience nope. and whatnot. Um, and then life got ahead of us, <laughs> as things did during the pandemic. I was going through a um, very serious breakup at the time, though. Mm. And so, and then they were going through things with work. So it was just like, okay, we got to. And so I took a break from entertainment completely after that. Like, I wasn't with the dance company, wasn't doing anything creative because I was kind of burnt out again, doing it your whole life. And it's like, I'm tired of performing essentially. Cause I've been, that's all I did. 
like on stage and off stage. I was performing for people and trying to put my best. Ooh, foot and off. Yeah. Wow, that's a bar. That's yeah. So I was like, I'm I'm tired. Um, and then it wasn't until we all met last year where um or actually mm, I'm gonna take it back. Um wasn't until about twenty twenty oh maybe it was twenty twenty. No, twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one when I went to anime Pasadena and I was like, huh. I, I cosplayed, I did two cosplays, and, like, I just, like, did little recap videos. This is, like, beginning of Instagram Reels. And I was like, hmm, this got good feedback. It was like, oh, wow, wait, this is an avenue that I can take. Oh, wow, who knew? <laughs> and so I put more energy into, like, cosplay and, like, anime content, essentially, after that. Um... But very lightly, not even so much. And then um, something I don't even really talk about is I have a, a travel, food, and lifestyle blog mm. that I haven't put much effort into because we've been so busy for the past year. Um, but I do have that because that is a passion of mine. I grew up traveling. Um, and so I have that. And ultimately, the goal is to educate. Mm. I, I came to, like, how we all met, came to the hosting realm of things, and it's like, ah, oh, a form of entertainment where I, where I can be myself. And I don't feel like I have to perform so much. Man. Like, this is honestly so fucking refreshing. <laughs> it's it like, it's just me. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just... I don't have to, granted, of course, you got to exaggerate on some days. Like, you know, you may not feel like it, but you got a job to do. So I might exaggerate my happiness or my energy levels at that moment, but it's still me at the end of the day. I'm not playing a character. I'm not having to uh, present in a way other than myself. I'm just overworking right now. Yeah, exactly. For the lack of energy. I'm I'm letting in that backup battery do the job, you know? Reserve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the backup battery. Yeah. And the generator on. Right. So, yeah, ultimately the goal is to educate. You know, yeah. I think because... <sighs> kind of going back to what we what we talked about a little bit earlier the way that i view america is we are and this isn't entirely a dig but it's just a fact in comparison to the rest of the world we are quite selfish Mm -hmm. um all of us like we kind of unless we do the work to unpack that don't recognize our privilege But even with our privilege, we are living through shit times. And so my viewpoint is like, what really did this? I went on a date in 2020 with a guy from Bangladesh. It was a great time. But he was telling me, he's like, I never experienced racism until I moved to America. He's like, I, I I understood and like experienced discrimination you know, that's kind of just everywhere. 
um, you know, north and south, upper class, lower class. Like, yeah, that that exists in Bangladesh. Mm -hmm. But racism is something that is so, like, uniquely American. Mm. So, um, and that kind of just, like, opened my mind and my eyes to a lot of things and to this viewpoint. Because we all say fuck America for something. Whether you're for or against Black Lives Matter, whether you're for or against LGBTQ plus rights, whether you're for or against how, like, anything, any major political topic or social topic, we don't like how this country moves for whatever reason. But yet, people still migrate over here. People still come here to seek safety in a, a safe haven. Yeah. And not that I want to experience the bad of the world, but, like, how can we, like, come together and learn the policies and the um, the um, laws of other countries that work for them. New Zealand was COVID-free before vaccine ever came out. And that was due to leadership. Not surprised. Like, Japan, like, has had a gun ban for decades, and they're, like, they don't have many shootings. They are the lowest. They're at the bottom of the totem pole for um, shootings and death by guns. You know? And it's like, how do we, knowing America having that problem specifically, how do we implement that? But again, like, it's bigger than our government. It's us as the people knowing what can be done and taking it to our government. Whether they listen to us or not, but the government can manipulate us by our lack of knowledge. Yep. And that's like in our refusal to dig deeper into what, what can work and what has worked, you know, lets it go by. Like they can just do thoughts and prayers all day long because nobody is challenging them. Besides saying we need gun laws, but okay, come, how, how? Give us a sol- give a solution so they can think. <laughs> mm. You know, that like th- this got really political and like kind of off topic, but like that's the type of education I want to bring through entertainment. No, oh, that's deep. Nah, for real. There's a lot we don't know, but we have access to. Right. That's very And true. it's like, and back to my point of traveling, see the world. And there's so much out there. Like, you know, when you talk to some people and when you like just casually mention like, man, this world isn't amazing or like, or just like something casually referencing the world. There are some people who, when they say that you can tell their worldview is limited to North America. That's also true. Yeah. Like, you can just tell by the way some people think. Because, like, some people is like, man, this world is shit. Not really. This country and how you're living in it, yeah, could be. <laughs> don't put but, that on the but world. Don't put that man. on the world. The world gonna get back. The, some, pe- some people in some of these countries are, like, living very well. And not even saying that, like, yeah, there are poverty. There's poverty everywhere. But for Everywhere. the most part, like, there are communities that help each other. Yep. And the, there are countries where the people support each other. And whether they're under 
a democracy or um, what's the other one? A uh, communism or a, a dictatorship. A dictatorship. Thank you. Yes. All of that. There is some type of structure that just works for them. And their whether you know, depends. There is some level of peace in everything. Even here, we have a certain level of peace. Is it where we want it to be? No. But, you know, it's one of those things we don't necessarily have to worry about the, uh, at least us particularly. I know there are some other people, um, like the dreamers, who might have to deal with this. But we don't have to worry about um, government officials not, like, busting. Oh, well, actually, never mind. I'm thinking about Breonna Taylor. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I'm going to leave it alone. (laughs) They need to leave us alone. Leave everybody There is a, but still, in comparison to other things, like, in comparison to other things that go on in the world, we have a certain level of peace. Yeah. Like, we have that certain level of peace, but there is a certain way that the government messes with each of us, each of our groups, respectfully. Yes. And then sometimes it's like, here's one for all y'all. Right. Boom, 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 boom. Here's two more for you. Right. It's like playing Uno and that one person like you have Uno and the person before you has the draw four, the draw two, the reverse. (laughs) Yep. Nah. Drop bombs. Change colors. Bruh. Disrespectful. You're not wrong though. Like that that that's the that's the major thing, cause mm -mm. Mm-mm. That's like anytime I've, cause I've I've had my like, you know we talk about conspiracy theories so much in high school I was a, I was a theorist to to a big degree. Oh wow! Like I was studying everything. Like I want to know everything. It's like, mm-hmm. cause I'm gonna be honest. Like I am that type. Like I know common sense and I know like, uh, you know, what I want to say. I know. How the impossible may seem impossible, mm-hmm. but I'm just the type that I don't put anything past anything. Yes, and you can because I don't know. At the end of the day, most of our food is genetically modified. A lot of like a lot of the fruits and pr- produce that we see are modified to look a certain way. And how can you recently learn suppo- that? That's grape crazy. Fruits are not pink; they're see, yellow. I didn't even know that one. <laughs> I didn't even know that one. My um, my old boss had a grapefruit tree in the back of her yard, and it's yellow inside mm-hmm. and outside. Wow. The, they are genetically modifying our produce. I have a theory um, because a certain side of my family, including myself, were having a lot of health issues. Mm. And it's the... Um, uh, my... It's the immigrant part of my family, I guess you could say. I don't know. I'm the Caribbean side of my family. We're just kind of like all in turn, in tandem. Like, you know, something was going on. And I was talking to my mom, and I was like, huh, I wonder if it's because we're not supposed to be here. Because, like, it's my grandfather immigrated from the Caribbean. That That's my mom's dad. My grandfather immigrated from the Caribbean and that being so close in the bloodline I wonder if the energy from the earth and just whatever it is and the tectonic plates on this side is not meshing well with what we're ingesting because of where our roots come from and what 
our DNA is used to on the island. Hmm. Wow. Well, they, that's, yeah. Because, like, they don't eat like this on the islands. Facts. They, you, in, in most countries, you eat what is in season. Yep. Watermelons are not all year, all year round. Strawberries are not all year round. Grapes are not all year round. Right. Most vegetables are not all year round. They are seasonal. And so it's what is growing at that moment and what is caught in that water. Mm-hmm. Or what is, like, being fed on that land. Right. So it's like, I feel like it has a lot to do with our food. And even outside of that, just, like, the air we're ingesting. Like, we just had 4th of July. Oh, the air, bro. (laughs) We just had 4th of July. Fireworks are illegal in California. That does not mean people don't do them. Right. And it's like, we already have shit, like, we already have shit air quality here. And I could, I went outside once on Fourth of July, and I have breathing issues, and I was done. I went outside for a very brief moment to go to the grocery store, and I needed my inhaler like after five minutes. It's That's sad. That's yeah, it's real bad. bad. It's real bad out here. There was literally a tree on fire on the freeway on my way over here today. <laughs> Idiots. I remember I took a hike a couple years ago. Um... It's the one where you can see the Hollywood sign from like a Oh yeah, back. yeah, 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 yeah. I remember I I looked a little bit to my right and saw downtown LA and I just saw beige. A beige cloud. I'm like, what? That's what we're breathing, bro. I'm like, yo. All smog. No, for real. All insane. Smog. I'm like, like, it looks like a this it looks dystopian almost. It just, is dystopian. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I have to remember what downtown LA is. Yes. <laughs> yep. It show is dystopian. It's not real. Like for real. But yeah, that's just like my whole viewpoint. It's it's just kind of how can we be and do better? We can't always rely on the people in charge to make decisions. We just we can't rely we on can't, them. We can't, man. To make decisions for us so we have to do the jobs as the voters because we let's be real we're not living in a democracy this is not a democracy we in a reality show keep it a buck <laughs> truman type shit. keep it a buck uh, let me talk to you um <laughs> truman yeah show type this is show. not a democracy and so like as the people like we like please know who your government officials are in your state in your city, know your mayor, know your governor, know the people who sit in your seat of government for your state. And there are meetings, there are county meetings where you can bring issues of the state to officials. Whether they, like, you know, and I understand there's a problem of, like, being heard and everything, but if if enough people get the point across, man... They ain't got no choice but to listen. Yeah, if they thought it was actually serious, and I mean, like, we as a collective. Yeah, if there's enough people to back something. Like, and even then, like, the fact that we have a debate on guns is wild. We have a debate on lives. <laughs> Let's not even go there. Oh, <laughs> But, no, but actually, it's like the fact that we debate on small shit that can actually 
make things better because we're so selfish because we don't want our rights taken away. People didn't want to stay inside because for the pandemic because they didn't want their rights to go to the beach I taken away. I remember that. Um, that was when I was really like, okay, we're different. No, for real. Like, like that's when I, yeah, same. Because it's like y'all are worried now. about staying home for a measly couple months. Oh, stay home. Like, when I'm is sorry. the last time you took a vacation, Karen? Yeah, I'm sorry. Y'all don't like your families. That's not my problem. No, actually, it, I think that's what the pandemic showed more than anything. Like, people genuinely don't like their families. These families is not as close as they thought they were. Nah, no, Stay no. inside. I don't care. Da, da, na, na. You yeah. said it was going to be this long. Well, you didn't like, stay inside. inside. Yeah. Were you like, an essential you worker? No, no, but I needed. What did you need? I needed fresh air. Step Open outside. <laughs> Be on your porch Go in your backyard If you don't have a backyard Open a window Stick your head out Like at some point We have to be able To be better And more so Just think Sit in silence Just like this The silence you just heard For them three seconds Just Mm -hmm. sit in that silence And think Think It's not that hard About everything It is not that hard And it's like I just genuinely want people to be better and do and you know and not saying that everybody's awful of course not but you know it's enough it's enough to raise concern <laughs> I try not to like uh yeah I feel you like because you don't want to generalize but at the same yeah. time it's like it's a lot of people yeah right? but even the people like like I feel like we're the three of us are good people but we as we can always be better yeah and, mm-hmm. and it's Very really true. just like there okay, I guess put it simply, there are times to be selfish, like with your energy and your peace and your space. And then there are times to be considerate. And you have to know when to be considerate. Not a lot of people know that. There's a time and place for everything. And you so called Christians should know that it's in the Bible. Ooh, and I'm gonna pass the mic to you, Nation. On that note, um, what is your why entertainment? <laughs> um, for me, it, it it's actually interesting. I feel like my story is like the complete opposite of yours, mm. just in terms of like, um, I was kind of brought into it, but I feel like if I would have chose differently, it would have been, um, uh, it would have been accepted more. Mm. For instance, uh, I feel like if I wanted to explore my creative side in the church, it may have been something that would have been more like, Accepted. oh, yeah, like, let's let's dive into that. But because I feel like for me, I've always felt a call to entertainment and it's been in many different forms. Like I uh, I mentioned this on Connor's podcast when we was on. Right. Um, the first creative thing I ever did was make comic books. It was in elementary school. I made a hundred issues by myself. Whole storyline. I mean, the drawings weren't good, but storyboard, all that. It was dope. And um, my parents didn't like it because they saw it on my homework. So they attributed that to, well, don't do that no more. Right. It's distracting you. Yeah. And then it was many different mediums like that until it got to the point where I was just old enough to do it anyway. And not like in a way that's disrespectful or like. Um, like rebellious, just like hey, let me explore. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was watching a video by Dave. Sh- no, <laughs> I was about to say Dave Chappelle. Dad. David Spates. Oh. <laughs> David Spates. Uh, David Spates. Shout out David Spates, man. John um, Ali. He and others like him, the five awesome brothers, all those guys. Like honestly, it was it was all five of them. But Dave was the first one I seen in particular. He's a comedian um, who was just making a lot of YouTube skits before there was even YouTube skits out. Yep. Mm. Like the the first crop of black entertainers I seen on the internet was those guys. Yep. Same. Uh John Ollie, David Spates, uh Ace of the Comic, um Alpha Cat. Alpha Cat. Alpha Cat's Obama impressions when it was first coming out, like like that's how far back it goes for yep. like for me being on YouTube. That's why I made an account in the first place, just so I could be start saving those videos and comment and be interacted. And I remember I got a feeling from it, it's like, yo, like I like this. Like, I really like this. And it remi- it reminded me of everything I felt up until that point or that I've tried to do or kind of get my feet wet in that was more so blocked. Mm-hmm. So I remember I was watching a video by him about uh, why he started doing comedy. And I was like, well, the same feeling that he's talking about is the same feeling I get by watching him. Mm. And I want to I want to give that to people, too. Right. So I, I started because, like, I I wanted to explore, but at the same time. I knew there was something deeper that I just knew I didn't. I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to understand until like maybe later down the line or even ever. But I knew that I had to explore and, and get this feeling out. Yeah. Um. But now it's now that I see what hard work can get you, and I see like what consistency can get you. I see what um just doing those reps, your ten thousand hours, all that good stuff. I want to close the gap. Because even, especially now more than ever, anyone should have the ability to chase their dreams. That. Now look, <laughs> if you don't have it, you don't have it. But also look, I didn't have it either. I will be the first to tell you that I don't think I naturally was good at anything except maybe having charisma. But I didn't know how to use it if I did. Natural so even if take you but so far hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard everything that i've done and am doing is because i put in hours to get there Mm -hmm. whether it's acting whether it's music whether it's editing or anything of that nature like i said the only thing that i feel like i was able to do was talk and even that had to grow over time and for me it was um once i found out what that was, I remember uh, when me and Freddie started uh, linking back up again, when he got back to Cali, um, I was talking about how uh, I, I don't like deleting anything, yep. even if it's old and embarrassing, because I love just looking at it and being like, yo, you came a long way. Keep going. Nice. When, if there's a period of time and I don't see the growth anymore, now it's like, all right, man, either change course you know, regroup or time to hang it up. Cause the moment I can't get better and I'm not where I want to be, then that's where I need to start making some decisions. Yeah. But like we was, we were talking about, like I love growth. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually fun now. Like it makes me happy. Oh boy. Like being able to pinpoint even, especially even little goals that I set. And for me to recognize that I'm doing them now, you know, without even thinking, right? That gets me excited because it's like, yo, I'm still going. Yep, bro. 
I still have that ability and I'm still adaptable. I'm not hard headed. I'm not set in my ways. I can still move forward. And that's an everything too. I was talking to my therapist last Yo. week and just talking about, it's almost been a year I've been in therapy and it's just like hey. thinking of where I started to where I am. And it's just like, that shit's amazing. I'm getting goosebumps. That shit is amazing, bro. Like, Yo, especially when, because there's, and this is also just like in the entertainment world in realm, but just in life, there are parts of you that you're not happy with. Mm. There are parts that, you know, that aren't horrible, but you wish could be better. Mm -hmm. And then there are parts that you love and want to grow on. And so seeing growth in all three areas. Mm. Chef's kiss, man. That is an immaculate feeling that I wish everybody in this earth to feel. Yeah. Yeah. And I want y'all to strive for it because it's there. Mm-hmm. The first thing that I really did that showed that to me that was like something big was, was my weight loss. Mm. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, when the pandemic hit, I was around like 396. Before that, I was an offensive lineman. So, you know, they big. Um, but I had, I wasn't playing football for like at least two years now, three mm. years. So, uh, I remember I was sitting in my room one day and I was working from home at the time and my back was hurting. Like I'm breathing weird. And I got to a point where I was sitting in my chair and I'm like, something feels off and wrong. And it's almost to a point where it's a little scary. And if I feel like I don't fix it, it might be fatal. Mm. So uh, I started my keto diet, and it in six months I lost a hundred pounds. Wow! And I, and I remember I yes, wasn't sir. what I hey. didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, you 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 met. I'll explain why in a minute. Yeah, um, yeah. And That's I remember amazing, when bro. I stepped on that scale and I saw that number, I was like, it didn't, it still didn't feel like as accomplishing as I wanted it to. Mm. But that was because I wasn't putting the proper respect behind it. mm Hmm. Like, I looked at that goal as like, oh, it's just weight. It's not money. Mm. Like, great job, but okay. Mm-hmm. But I remember I was talking to some people, and Man. it was like, like, nah, that, like, that's huge. That's it's a whole person, nigga. It takes people way, it takes some people way longer to lose that amount. And it took, it took me kind of hearing all that stuff to be like, like, bro, you need to respect yourself more. Mm-hmm. Say that again. Going back to something you said earlier, like, I, I love when you mentioned giving yourself credit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to respect myself more and give myself more credit because just the fact that uh, I did it and it didn't take long and I was committed to it. Yep. Yeah. Those are the three things that's like, okay, those are the three feelings I want to match because that's what's going to help me to continue to improve in all areas. Right. Because I knew doing that goal was going to help other goals that I had or just other things that I wanted to do. Because when I first said it, I was like, okay, every single pound is going to be 1%. So when I get to that hundred, like I'll know I can complete something all the way through. Yeah. I have a question. This is for all, for both of y'all. Do y'all feel like when, how do I word this? Do y'all feel like, how y'all grew up and needing to constantly prove yourselves makes y'all feel like you're not doing enough now. Oh yeah, for sure. 
Oh yeah. But for me, I kind of flip that into I I flip everything that happens into a positive. Like not ignorantly, but mm-hmm. like I take the lesson from it. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like when we're talking about you know why entertainment and relating to characters that you see. I always saw myself in the main character of most of the shows that I watched, right? But it was specific personality types, and when you talk about having to prove yourself, those were always the characters that I related to, right? Whether you were someone that was born with expectation or had it put upon you, it was always up to you to figure it out. I always appreciated that. Like, yes, you can ask for help. Yes, you could have these resources and sometimes you don't. And it's up to you to try and figure out how can you overcome that? I always appreciated that kind of story. So, and it was like, for me, even though I can always feel like I'm not doing enough, it's like, I use that as kind of a tool at the same time to continue to keep progressing. Feeling like I'm not doing enough turns into what else could I do? How else can I be beneficial? How else can I be useful? Mm -hmm. How else can I do something impactful? I don't look at it as you're being lazy or, you know, you are always being, you know, talking down to yourself, right? Like you could have done better at that. You could have edited that better. You could have said that better. You could have put more energy behind that. It's like, of course, but it's much like, you know, when you talk about looking back at yourself, it's still a learning process. Ooh, yeah. Nobody's perfect. Yes, you could have done better, but to know that, again, we had this event, that event, that event, that event. You overlook, we had event, 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 event coming from a place where I wasn't doing anything before we started working together. Mm-hmm. Nothing that I was like particularly proud of. Mm-hmm. So it's like tying those two things in together of always having to prove myself and noticing at the same time, the progress that you made, which is why when I came back to town and I talked to you the first time and I do this all the time with everybody that I know, I give people their flowers while they're alive. Because I know growing up as an only child, it's difficult having to validate yourself (laughs) when you're accomplishing things because you don't know how much credit to give yourself without being arrogant. And you don't want to. Exactly. So being around people who are actually talented, right, whether they're on camera with me or not, it doesn't matter what their talent is. I always make sure to tell you to your face how I appreciate what you're doing, because even if I can't do it, that's a skill. That somebody out there appreciates. Same way I appreciate people that do or or emulate what I like. It's like somebody does what you do. And they look at you like, bro, that's that's dope. Somebody looks at you and it's like, bro, she she's fucking cool. Like, again, I have female women that I know, right, that talk to me about CJ. Like, CJ's beautiful. This and the third. Tell her I said, blah, 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 blah. She looked like she always working out. Blah, 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 her outfits be blah, blah, blah. And it's like she might just throw clothes on, this, that, and the third. But it's like, a bit, again, it's the small stuff. The way you edit something. Yeah, that is a skill. Hey. Right? It's like the way that, that he edits or his vision for the things that he directs or the, the scripts, the way he writes scripts in like minutes. Right? It's like I could see all that in my head. I couldn't write that down. Even if I wanted to, I would never be able to do that that fast. But I could definitely give you a word picture. Like I do that to him all the time. I'll send, this, I'll send him voice messages. It's like shit that I see. Like, okay, and he'll get it, but it's like I couldn't write that down. Mm. I couldn't make that a script. Right. But it's like being around you, you help me in a lot of areas, too, with directing and stuff like that. Being around CJ, it's like helps with, you know, her personality being so like colorful. 
it's like it helps that with me too. So that's why I give people credit and tie that into how can I do better? I compare that. How do you push me to do better? How do you push me to do better? Right. And so that's that's kind of how I, I looked at it from I don't always want to be negative on myself, but there's like you said, always room for improvement. Mm-hmm. So it's so interesting. Something you said earlier about like always putting yourself in the view of the main character. I didn't start viewing myself as the main character until 2020. Mm. Mm. Like it took, um, I was having a conversation with one of my friends um, and there was a situation going on with me, somebody else. And he was like, what the fuck was that? I'm sorry. <laughs> ah. <Ooh>. What? <laughs> this is Something. a clippable episode. Oh my god. Okay. Um. Anyway, uh, he was like, "The reason y'all two are clashing is because both of y'all are alpha females." And I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? I'm not an alpha female." And he was like. Yes, you are. And he's like, what makes you think that you're not that? And I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I I don't have that type of personality to just kind of like, like, I'm not aggressive at all. Yep. I'm not aggressive. And that's what I associated it with. And he was like, CJ, whenever you walk into dance class, everybody like, immediately looks at you and is like, oh, my gosh, hi, CJ. As soon as you walk into a room, people automatically, like, gravitate to you. That's alpha female energy. And I was like, nah, <laughs> that's not me. Um, but I really had to sit with it mm-hmm. and really looking at certain things and my interactions with other people um, and just really analyzing. I'm like, oh, shit, he was right. Oh shit! Yeah. Look at that. Mm-hmm. And even now, I'm still kind of like grasping the whole like main character energy. I remember I was talking to somebody when my car got broken into, and I'm just like dealing with all this shit. And he was like, "Damn, that's some massive main character energy going on with you right now." <laughs> but it's like, yeah. And I had to learn and get out of the mental space of like, okay, yes, I am side character in other people's lives. But I looked at myself as a side character in my own life. Mm. I feel it. Like, yeah. and I was like, oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> um, <laughs> let's change that, mm-hmm. which has been a nice little beneficial change. It's been different. Yeah. It's been different. Like, this is the most confident I've been in life, and I'm still not all the way there. Still not all the way. I ain't going to lie. I've been a main character for a little over a decade now. Period. But I now feel like I, I've earned it. I feel like I've had I had to be delusional to mm-hmm. get myself to work to a point yeah. to actually be it now. A certain level of delusion will get you to where you need to be. See Hey, look, I'm gonna be honest with y'all, like especially for those chasing uh content dreams, and this is like why I wanna close the gap with yeah. with, with a lot of things now, is because you do. You have to have a certain level of crazy delusion, whatever you want to call it, if you aspire to be great. To even pursue entertainment, you have to be crazy. It's like uh, like basketball players. Um, when when they're going up against an all star or or uh, a player along that caliber, you you probably are never going to hear him say, "Oh yeah, they're going to they're going to beat my ass tonight." It's like, "No, I'm gonna lock you up tonight." 
I'm yeah. I'm I'm gonna dunk on you tonight because it's like I it's, I think it's almost like to a, with, with like with people they don't have that aspiration or like really want to do more mm. or be better. So like when they are met with people that do even to the smallest degree, it's taken as arrogance. Yeah. Or 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 it's taken as like oh uh, like how dare you be better than me? Yeah, or think that you are. You know, it's so interesting. My college, when I got accepted, they send the acceptance package, right? It's just a bunch of documents you have to sign mm. before you actually go to the school. One of those documents was a letter that we had to sign that said, out of the X amount of people that will be attending this school, only, only about, first of all, my school had a 15% graduation rate. Sorry, 13 Percent graduation rate. I hate schools that both. Um, That's a side note. And he's like, out of the people who graduate, only about five to ten percent of you will actually make it in the industry, and you can't sue us if you don't make it. I literally had to sign that. Okay, I'm rescinding my application. At (laughs) seventeen, I remember having to sign that at seventeen. But it's like, again, growing up in entertainment. With my mom being my mom, I was prepared for that. The best thing my mother ever did for me, well, not, I mean, she's done a lot, but when it comes to my mentality and my mental space going into this world, she was like, everybody is nobody, basically. It's like people don't just go into it because of who people are. And I never, like... I can be in the same room as Usher. Be like, what's good? Hey, how's it going? Like, because they're people. Right. Exactly. They're people. Regular it's people. like regular, degular ass people. Who cares? Uh, like, if I've seen you on TV before, like, that's not who you are. And oh, she did something else. She said something else, man. And now I'm forgetting, but I always quote this. And I think I've said it in a previous episode. But just basically on the lines of it's going to be hard. This shit ain't easy. But if you want to do it, you got to do it. Like, you got to just keep going. People will try to tear you down and just keep pushing. And there's there's something for everybody. And I always say this. There's room at the table for everyone. And there's just so much to say about it because a lot of people do get discouraged. And again, going back into the delusions, yeah, you gotta be crazy because there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee unless you're delusional. You gotta see it before everybody else does. Right. You have to believe it. Yeah, and somebody will. Somebody will see the potential in you and run with it. Yep. The amount of people on social media who now have like brand deals, people like who went from Vine who are now in movies. That part, movies, shows, still on social media, right? Providing but even families. then, social media is such a tricky game. Yep. Like you can't like put your all into. Yeah, you see what I'm talking about. You see what I'm talking about. Oh no. Nah. Yeah, you see what I'm talking about. Um, so it's about time to get up out of here. Um, <laughs> couple closing thoughts. 
just because I, I had a couple more points. Or not a couple, but um, I think, as you've been saying a, a lot throughout our duration of our podcast, there's there's room at this table. I want to, to I want people to know that you have a seat, mm-hmm. that you don't have to come to the table and and you know be greedy right. as find fun. find your seat. And, right. Nah, you and have a seat. And it may not be at our table. You have a seat yeah. with you already. You can take that chair anywhere you want. Right. Pull up. Like I, I want people to be able to look at my story and what I've done in like five to ten years, and for people collectively to understand that like. I just need to keep going. Yeah. Keep. Now, don't don't get me wrong. If if you need to do something else because your life requires you to, do it. Do that, please. Right. Nation said no, but <laughs> everyone has uh, something to them that I feel like I want people to feel comfortable <laughs> in showcasing. Yeah. Yes. Like, because for all accounts and purposes, I shouldn't be sitting here right now, but I took the time to put myself in the seat. Man, I for sure shouldn't be sitting here. My chair was heavy, and it was it was kind of weird because the whole this whole time growing up, my creative endeavors was kind of being snuffed. And going back to your question, I feel like uh, um, there was a lot of pressure, even if it was unintentional, for me to be something greater that people were looking for me. But what I was looking to do wasn't being looked at. Yeah. So now I was like, well, what that is part. it? Here, now here comes football. That's Damn why I was a football hard. player. I didn't. I didn't like football. Well, I didn't love football. It was it was a fun sport to play, but it it tapped into part of the entertainment that I like to do. Right. Here comes concert choir. Here comes this. Here comes that. So it's like piecing all these things together. And now I'm at this age where it's like, okay, I get it now. And I've seen what happened. Like I'm tired. Yeah. But it's the best tired I've ever been. So. In five to ten years, I I need that gap to be closed. Right. Like, people should be able to, to pursue and live out their dreams, and that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, governments, millionaires, all that stuff, I'm going to make it look bad to be rich because I'm going to show how easy it is to really make changes and have an impact, even <sighs> even if, you know, you're not as rich as the richest person. I'm going to show how easy it is. Bro, for real. About for hate, real. Because it's easy. Um, Hello. Y'all shouldn't be going broke with millions. Y'all shouldn't be going bankrupt with millions. Like, that's things like that actually do piss me off. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I know people have their situations and go through X, Y, Z. But you you hear the stories about people just being done with money. Yeah. That tells me that you really didn't have true ambition in the first place. Yeah. Because if the first thing you do with real money is 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 waste and aren't in or blow it. Then you weren't you, responsible enough to have that kind of money. You were just here for a come up. Right. Yeah. You you didn't have plans. You, you you didn't have a path. You didn't have goals. Yeah. Right. You had objectives, and now that they're done, you feel like you can free roam, and you can't. Again, like we have way too we have way too much access to knowledge and information for us to not invest in right things. Get better. I'm not saying like oh you have to invest in this stock, but no, just even like things to. Bring your money up when when you get it. Your delusion still carries on when you're rich. Yeah. Because you have to be delusional and be like, I could lose all this next, tomorrow. You have to be aware. Just be real. Like, and think about how many million billionaires who's that's actually happened to. Man, Literally a couple of them just, them. you know what? Never mind. Um, uh, closing <laughs> thoughts. Um, along with what we talked about with 
the work you have to do on yourself as an individual, because there will be doubts that are internal and external. You have to be able to rely on yourself for one. But at the same time, if you're going to get involved in something like this, per se, who you have around you is important. Mm -hmm. And it does help to have that kind of support system early. Um, I think all of us are a testament to, you know, if that had been the case, you know, things may have been different. But I appreciate where I'm at now. Right. I appreciate the the solitude that I had for a very long time and the work that I had to put in on myself before getting here, Um, because every single time that it's been required, something that I went through was necessary for me to grow or go past something. So as much as it is important to do work on yourself, it's important to have the right group of people around you, Mm -hmm. people that support you even if it's not in a way you want they support you still people that are available to help you with your dreams to talk you you know even if you might go outside the box sometimes people that can help keep you in your frame right those people are important too so the people you choose to have around you are just as important um as the work that is the person you decide to make yourself out to be so that's that's kind of what I would I would leave off this episode with is make sure you have the right crew around you as well because it's just as important. That's why I, I thank y'all every day. So, Aw, Frederick. Yeah, man. And respect y'all journey too. Yeah. That that pretty much. Yeah, shit don't go like this. this. Yeah, shit don't go like that. Never linear. Everybody want to like learn. This. I mean, everybody want to live the hero's journey, but don't realize that it's long. It's Man. long and loop de loop. A lot of training montages, is, but we don't get montages. We got to do the whole thing. Right. Um. I think my final takeaway. I don't think I ever said who I looked up to. My biggest inspiration is my mother. If it, if it wasn't obvious, yep. shout out mom. <laughs> if it wasn't obvious, um, because it's never one thing she's always showed me through her own life, it's never too late. There will be obstacles, but you'll get there. Keep going, man. My mom's literally performing at the Hollywood Bowl next week. Ugh. Shout out moms. <laughs> for real. Shout you out. Like. Shout out both of y'all mamas for making amazing people. And yours. Facts. And yours. We love our moms here. Mm-hmm. I just um, noticed I ain't answered the question either. My biggest inspiration is Donald Glover. Eee. Gambino's namesake, kind of, I think. Damn. I don't know. I don't know what it is no more. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Put out an album, bro. That's what I want. Um, and rap. Damn. Rap on the album. Please. I don't have an individual. And that's okay. I don't know. This, I'm that thankful for the, the people that have inspired me to just want to be great. Yeah, like, I feel like I have a round table more so, but Glover is like more so the the head of the table, I guess, right now. Because it yeah. was Will Smith at one point, like just just from an acting standpoint, right? Um, it was David Spades and and all those guys. It was yeah. it was King Vader and them yep. at, at one point. So I think it's like it's a nice round table of people. I that right. when when I found out about Donald Glover and all that he actually encompasses, now he's just at the head of the table. Yeah, he's just a goat for real. I feel that. Yeah. Like that's that's what I aspire to be, but better because because I'm yeah. delusional. Yeah, yeah. There's no limits to what you can do. Only when you put limits on yourself. Kaizen, that means continuous improvement. It's the best thing I learned at Honda. Period. Right. <laughs> that's how we gonna end the episode. Right. And with that, 
It is us, your favorite trio, YFT. Ooh. We appreciate our live in studio audience. Ooh, we appreciate y'all, man. Y'all always here for us and showing us love and helping us have a great time. We hope y'all enjoyed these vibes. Yes, yeah. it's a been a, it was a long one, but we appreciate y'all. Extendo episode. Y'all gonna like it. Yeah. Till next week. This Shout was, out, Mingo. This was the Nerd Perspective. Yes, sir. YFT in the building. Oh, Lord Jesus. Cut, cut the tape. Hey, cut it. YFT, baby. <laughs> YFT.